What's going on, everyone? This is Griffin McDonald, the host of Fit Check, a podcast about personal style and the stories behind them. guys i'm sydney daigle and this is my co-host griffin mcdonald and you're listening to fit check a podcast about personal style and the stories behind them this week's episode is featuring a special guest lauren giles a university of south carolina journalism student and a freelance writer lauren how are you doing today i'm good how are you I'm good. I'm good. How was a Monday? I feel like Mondays are just always such a long day, especially coming back from the weekend when there's no football and it's just such an easy, relaxing weekend. Yeah, definitely. All right, let's jump right into it. Can you tell us a bit about what you're wearing today? Give us the whole fit check, brands, how you got it, color, everything. Um, Sure. So um, I don't know if you can see, but the outfit that I'm wearing... Um, this shirt, it's like kind of like a cropped shirt, and um, it's got like this little um, square pattern on it, and this is from Shein, I believe, and then I'm also just wearing some high-waisted jeans that I got from, I believe, Marshalls. Yeah, and I'm also wearing some earrings that are from H&M. Oh, I love it. I feel like Marshalls is such a hidden gem and you can find such great stuff, but no one ever goes. So it's the perfect place to find unique outfits. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they have a lot of really nice stuff. Personally, today I'm wearing, it's kind of basic. I'm wearing some black flare leggings and then the shirt I thrifted, it has a tiny sage green and evergreen houndstooth print. I thrifted it and it still kind of smells like mothballs, which isn't the best, but it's like (laughs) the most comfortable thing ever. And I've just been obsessed, especially as it gets cold. I hate the cold. So just trying to keep it as warm and basic as possible. Have you not like washed it? I've washed it multiple times. The one thrift haul, I bought like five different things from the men's section and all still smells like my grandma's house. And I don't know how to get it out. Oh, damn. I was about to say, you're just out here rocking an unwashed Goodwill top. <laughs> I am not that brave. <laughs> Griffin, what are you wearing today? I'm wearing just like this old vintage uh, Patagonia snap tee that I got like in middle school off of like eBay before Patagonia like blew up. Uh, and then just my my favorite pair of camo Wrangler vintage pants. And then my I got a new pair of Birkenstock Bostons. Thank God. So I'm wearing those. <laughs> I feel like the Birkenstocks, like they were so popular early high school and they kind of died out, but now they're coming back in full swing. Yeah. Well, it's not even the Arizonas anymore. It's the Boston like clog ones. Mm -hmm. Again, and I had them again, like in high school just because they were comfy. And then guess who's out here ruining stuff again? Kanye West wore (laughs) them one time and now everyone wants them. I can't get my favorite (laughs) pair anymore. I hate it when it becomes so mainstream because you've been buying them for years and then when you want them, you just can't get it anymore. That's literally what happened because mine exploded on me on the way to class and I like I couldn't I couldn't walk in them like it was Mm -hmm. like everything just like exploded on the way to class and then like I was looking I was like taupe suede Burnstock Boston size 42 sold out everywhere so I just settled for like the the other colorway like the more like burnt orange one Mm -hmm. and I'm a little mad about that but 
Oh my gosh. Yeah, I feel like celebrities and like social media has completely changed the fashion scene. Lauren, I was reading your article called A Guide to Alt Fashion, the latest trend on our For You pages, talking about how TikTok kind of is changing the way fashion is looked. What's kind of your opinion on social media, TikTok, Instagram kind of changing either your personal style or just the fashion scene as a whole? Um, I definitely feel like um, social media, especially TikTok in particular, has kind of like changed my style, but also changed the fashion scene in general. I think that because of TikTok, we're being introduced to a lot more trends than what we're used to. And so um, that's something to also like look into. And also, I really like to look at TikTok for like fashion inspiration and things like that. So it's really easy for me to kind of just um, either scroll through my For You page or just type in fashion or different content creators and kind of get inspiration about from like what they're wearing and also where they get their clothes from. And so, yeah, I definitely feel like social media has a huge impact on fashion. Yeah, I feel like so many trends have just risen, especially from brands doing ads on the platforms or just Emma Chamberlain is a huge influence of mine. So like having them kind of creating mini trends as well as finding small ones, I found so many like handmade uh, New York students, college student owned businesses. And so I love supporting those and being able to like find their platforms with without TikTok, I probably would have never discovered their page at all. So I think it's something so unique. Yeah, definitely. Who do you follow on TikTok to get like fashion inspiration from? So I don't know the names of like certain creators, but let's see. Um, I actually follow, um, well, there's actually a few of them that I can think of. So um, one of them, her name is Renata. And um, I actually got to interview her earlier this year back in January um, for a blog post about like fashion and um, her fashion inspiration and then also kind of what she does because she works in the industry too. And I also really like Carson Light. She actually went to USC too, but she has like 20 or 30,000 followers on TikTok and she posts like a lot of fashion inspiration and things like that. So I really like looking at her page. I don't typically wear menswear, but I really like to um, look at a lot of menswear creators. And I actually wrote an article about that as well. Um, I think it was on fashion male um, TikTok creators. So yeah, I definitely like looking to them for inspiration. Do you have like a dream like magazine you want to work for? Do you want to start your own magazine or do you want to continue doing freelance? What's kind of the overall dream where you want to go with it? So um, I have a couple of magazines in mind that I would really love to work for. Um, Harper's Bazaar is one of my top choices. I actually got to interview one of the um, accessories at the accessories editor there last year and she told me all about her job and working at Harper's Bazaar and things like that so they're definitely one of my top choices um I'd also of course really like to work for Vogue I think that would be like an amazing opportunity so um those are definitely my top two and also Elle magazine Oh, I love Vogue and Elle magazine. They are like growing up, Elle was my huge thanks. My parents were like, you're not mature enough to subscribe to Vogue. So I love I love those two magazines. Do you want to like move to New York or do you want to do like travel around the world and look at fashion or is there any specific region you like to focus on or just fashion as a whole? Um, well, I definitely know that I want to live in New York. Um, 
I know that I also want to be a, um, a fashion editor. And I think one of the great things about being a fashion editor is that you get to go to a lot of the different fashion weeks. So like Paris, Milan, and London, and then of course, New York, and you get to cover events and the designers at fashion week. So I definitely think that that's one of like the best aspects of being a fashion editor is being able to live in New York, but also being able to travel to all these other different places and cover fashion there too. Oh yeah, definitely. The fashion weeks are just, they're so entertaining and seeing how every designer takes their own spin on everything. I feel like watching the runway shows and how people translate it into their own lives and how the media covers it. It's just I too creative for my mind. I, it's just so fascinating. Um, if you could like, like, I guess, change one thing about how fashion is covered in the media, what would it be and, and why? Um, I guess one of the aspects that I would really like to change as far as fashion media goes would be um, the diversity aspect. Um, I do feel like all around the industry needs to be more diverse, but especially particularly within fashion media, there's not really a lot of diversity um, within that area. So I definitely feel like diversity is something that I would probably change. And yeah. How would you recommend to fashion media companies to kind of implement those changes and start those conversations within the industry? I definitely think that it's important to get the perspective of um, people of color and black people in the fashion industry. And um, one of the things that I actually learned was um, I read an article. It was actually by The Cut, and it was from the editor. Um, she's the former editor of Teen Vogue, but she's the editor of The Cut now. And she did this entire article where she interviewed um, black and people of color who work in the fashion industry. So that way they could talk about their experiences with certain companies or even with certain designers or even like things like going to fashion week or, um, she interviewed, I think it was over a hundred black, black professionals. And so she got to interview models, editors, people working, working in like marketing and PR and things like that. And so she was able to kind of like get their perspective and see what kind of change they were really looking for. So I definitely think that being open to change and also speaking with black people and people of color about their experiences within the fashion industry and trying your best to actually change that aspect of it really helps. So I definitely think that that's something, or I think that that's a start. So, Yeah, definitely like a commitment to the cause and not just doing it because you quote unquote feel like you have to, but actually changing and wanting the change is I think a huge thing. Have you always had an interest in like fashion media or what kind of got you writing, especially about fashion or was it always just kind of there? So I really didn't start getting interested in fashion media until about high school. And um, I remember when I was in high school, I first joined yearbook, which and um, and there I did a lot of writing and for yearbook, I mainly covered like sports and things like that. And so at first it was kind of something that I felt like, okay, well maybe like journalism just isn't my thing. Cause I wasn't really interested in covering sports like that. But, um, I, when I was, I think a junior in high school, I actually got the opportunity to go to New York for the first time. And I, um, toured FIT, which is one of the fashion schools in New York. And, um, I knew, okay, well, 
I really like fashion and I know that I can't sew, so I don't want to be a designer <laughs> and I don't really know exactly what I want to do. And so I thought about writing about fashion. And so um, I really just did a lot of research about how exactly I can write for different publications and also like exactly just what I wanted to do specifically within fashion and specifically within the journalism field. And so I started reading a lot more magazines. Um, I'd already been reading like Teen Vogue and Seventeen, but I also started getting more of like Vogue and Cosmopolitan and Elle and um, other fashion magazines. And then um, I kind of just took it from there. And so um, since, of course, like I couldn't just start off writing for like a huge publication, I just kind of looked up different fashion publications that were kind of like smaller and would take freelance writers and even though the work wasn't paid writing work because, you know, I was still a beginner at writing, it was still something to kind of like build my portfolio up. So that's just what I decided to do. What have been some of your favorite articles that you've written? Um, so definitely the article that I wrote on um, alternative fashion on TikTok for CR Fashion Book. Um, that one was one of my favorites just because even though, well, I really like looking at different fashion trends and even if there's like Assert, there, even if there's like certain things that I necessarily either don't wear or even can't afford to wear, I still like looking at different fashion trends and then kind of analyzing them and writing about them. So that's definitely my favorite article that I've written. Um, I'd say another one that I've written was for Essence. Um, a couple months ago, I wrote about um, uh, JT and Young Miami's best fashion looks. And so I compiled a list of about 20 of their best looks and then put it in an article. Okay. Um, oh, and a few more um, of my favorite articles that I've written have actually been like the um, a few of the interview series that I did for a publication called The Madam Blue. And so for that, I actually interviewed a couple of working professionals from Harper's Bazaar, Glossier, and J crew and I believe coach and I got to um write about their experiences with working in fashion because they work in um of course like the corporate fashion industry in New York and so I got to write about that and also really learn a lot about their roles in the industry so definitely yeah I, that sounds so interesting especially being able to meet those people who are already out in the industry and paving the ways I know you mentioned in one of your articles, you kind of analyzed trends and started looking at trends. Do you have any, sorry to say trends again, but do you have any trends that you currently really like or any that you think are going to come up soon? I haven't like written about trends in a while or like um, looked up any in a while, but I don't know if I would necessarily say that this is like a trend per se, but I know that... um, there are, of course, like a couple of popular designers who've been coming out with like handbags that are like really, um, I guess, like the it handbags for the fall. And so um, I really love the handbags by Brandon Blackwell and also Telfer. And I know that those have been like extremely popular for the fall. And even like, I feel like they're going to be extremely popular for the upcoming seasons as well, just because like, everybody kind of knows of like Telfer now and even Brandon Blackwell, he's becoming like, more of a well-known designer. So I don't know if those technically count as trends, but I definitely believe that those are going to be really popular for the fall, especially like 
the um the more neutral toned bags like beige and brown and sage green so are handbags something you usually fit into your wardrobe and your outfits or is it something you want to get in or just something you like to look at it's something that I'm trying to get into more um I think actually back when um Telfer they decided to have like this whole flash sale where they were going to have all of their handbags available I think that was actually last month I decided to purchase two of them and they actually won't be here until like probably sometime before March so it's probably going to be a while just because their team is like really small and they have like a ton of people trying to get bags all at once so I'm definitely trying to incorporate more handbags into my like daily wardrobe for the most part I have a lot of black handbags and so since those kind of go with pretty much everything I've been wearing those but I'm trying to incorporate more color into it too. Gotcha. Yeah. How would you describe your style within three words, knowing that? Um, I definitely say that my style is more so trendy, but also simplistic. And I guess another word would be like cute or something. I know that's kind of basic. <laughs> but um, yeah, so of course, like a lot of my style, I like to take inspiration from social media but also even like doing a lot of online shopping or even going to like different stores and then kind of looking and seeing what's on the mannequin or um, things like that. So, yeah. yeah. Do you have any like ride or die staple pieces you always have to have in your wardrobe? Well, I know that for the fall, I really love heeled boots. So, um, yeah, I'll definitely keep those as like a staple in my wardrobe for the fall. Also oversized sweaters. Um, I really like to wear oversized sweaters with like tights or leggings and then like heeled boots. And so that's definitely um, one of like my go-to outfits for the fall. Another staple would also be hoop earrings, which I know that's more of an accessory. But still, I have like a ton of pair, uh, pairs of hoop earrings. So that's definitely another staple that I'll pretty much wear every day. Yeah, I feel like jewelry has become like even myself, like growing up, I never, I had my ear, ears pierced my entire life, but would never actually wear earrings. But in the past three years, I've become like an absolute jewelry fiend. Like I'm always forever buying new pieces. So I definitely also agree with like the hoop staple. I feel like you always have to have it. Yeah. And the that, back to the jewelry thing, that is also kind of a big thing for guys, again, just because of like the whole it was a thing on TikTok before, a little huddy. All those guys were wearing rings a lot. And so now a ton of guys, like including me, are, you know, looking for jewelry all the time. That's just another way that social media, TikTok, especially TikTok, has influenced the, the greater fashion kind of realm. What I think is so unique about like TikTok fashion too is that there's so many different sides to TikTok that like my fashion TikTok could be completely different than y'all's fashion TikTok. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's like so many different styles coming together on one platform yeah mm -hmm. it's a little bit it's like too much sometimes just because i'm just like always blasted with like the 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 hottest new like archive trend or like like arcteryx jacket or something like that it's just like yeah, even instagram because tiktok is like sweeping everyone away instagram said they're like reprogramming themselves to like only care about reels and everything which i i'm not the biggest fan of but i just feel like it's becoming the new normal, which is so interesting, especially like our generation. I remember when there was no such thing as an iPhone and it was um, the Blackberries. You were the coolest kid on the street. <laughs> and then now it's like 
TikTok where you, there's millions of people that you will never see again except for a 30-second video. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan of Reels. Yeah, they're basically just, like, reposted TikToks. Yeah. That's always what it is. There's never, like, an original Reel. It's just, like, I'm going to download this video from TikTok, post it there. It's like, oh, it's a new thing, whatever. It's like, I saw this four times today. Like, come on. <laughs> Lauren, since you're kind of in like the journalism and writing aspect, do you think this new rise of videos and video content is going to change the scene at all and more of fashion media is going to be focused on that kind of content creation? Or do you think journalism in the written aspect will be pretty constant? I think that it's probably a little bit of both. Um, I do think that because of TikTok and because it produces so many different trends now, I do feel like there are going to be a lot more trends that a lot of editors and writers are writing about. So I think a lot more more um, magazines and companies are becoming more focused on digital content, whether it's um, just keeping articles strictly online or also posting on like TikTok and Instagram and things like that to kind of interact with their followers. And also because of that, I do feel like more of the magazine part of the industry, like the paper magazine is actually going to like die out more. And so I do feel like it's a little bit of both. I think that it does change the way we look at trends and it does change the way that we consume media. So I feel like a lot more writers and editors are going to be covering things that are on TikTok and Instagram. But um, yeah, yeah, definitely. What has been like your favorite outlet to find fashion? Like whether it's a certain TV show, Instagram, TikTok, like is there one place where you go for your own personal style as well as articles? Um, for my own personal style, I'd probably say I lean more towards social media. So basically TikTok, I don't really look to Instagram as much for fashion. So it's mainly just TikTok. Like I'll just I'll see a bunch of videos like on my for you page and I'll like save them as I go along and be like, okay, well, I really like this trend or I really like this outfit. So I'm going to save this so that way I can either look at it later or buy it later. So that's something that I do. Um, As far as television goes, I'd say I look at inspiration sometimes when it comes to like certain characters or certain TV shows, but I feel like I mainly stick to social media. Yeah, I feel like I am forever saving things on TikTok, whether it's like just a funny video that I want to show my friends or fashion or something to make. I wish they had set up like folders. So when you save something, you could how Instagram does just to help organize everything. So I feel like I just am on it so much. It's just like I'll like something this morning, but I've already liked 100 videos in between it and it just gets lost in the chaos. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I have way too many saved videos now. So it's kind of like I have to keep scrolling to actually find it. Do you think that um, there's ever going to be like a full shift from paper publications to fully like online social media uh, public or like uh, news outlets for fashion? I definitely feel like that's something that can happen in the future just because I've personally heard of a lot, a lot of publications not doing too well when it comes to basically print and print magazines. And so I do feel like some editors might consider trying to kind of shift things over to just digital. I know that um, Teen Vogue is current. Well, they they actually switched over to just digital a couple of years ago. Um, there are a couple other publications that mainly just do digital now. So I do feel like that's something that could possibly happen in the future. Um, I don't know if I can say like an exact timeline, but I do feel like print is something that definitely 
is going to be dying out soon just because it's very expensive. And then on top of that, if you're not making the money and if like people aren't buying magazines anymore, if they're just looking at articles online or like on Vogue's website, then, you know, it's kind of like, well, we might as well just switch over. I'd be curious to see like if there was a time when everything went digital, if it print would ever come back. So, like the record player, disposable cameras, I feel like died and then Gen Z kind of brought it back. So I'd be curious to see if we completely went digital, if there was like some indie artsy kids that were like, oh, we're going to have like a, a print magazine and it's going to be like the revolutionary <laughs> restarts everything. I think that'd be interesting. Yeah. That'd be, yeah, that would be interesting. I feel like that'd be really weird to see though. We finally know how our parents feel. I feel like every time I'm like, oh, mom, guess what this new company's doing? She's like, saw it in the 80s, Sydney. Like, you're not, (laughs) like, this is not revolutionary. What would be your advice for someone who's just getting into writing? Because it seems like you have a lot of personal experience and growth. What would you give to someone who just wanted to start? I would definitely say um, do as much research as possible um, and definitely start out with smaller blogs. So, like, for me, I started out, I started writing for like local blogs first. And then I kind of just started out writing for smaller blogs who had like literally less than a thousand followers on Instagram. And then I kind of just was able to build my portfolio from there. And also another thing that also helps is connecting with the people who also write for the same blogs as you. So one of the things that really helped me was connecting with people who wrote for um, the Madam Blue, which was the first blog that I actually wrote for. And a lot of the girls who have actually, who actually wrote for them back then, they're, um, working as like editors now, or they work for CR or even some of these bigger publications. So I definitely say starting off small and making connections really helps. Do you have any articles that are currently in the works or any like topics that you're currently researching? Um, so I of course have my article on goth fashion that should be coming out soon. Um, I actually just finished up an article for CR on girl groups in fashion. So, um, it's pretty much analyzing the fashion of different girl groups like Blackpink and Little Mix and then even some girl groups from the 90s. So I'm really excited about that one. Um, and then I have a couple of articles that will be coming out for Maven soon. I actually wrote one about this museum in Atlanta called um, the Black Hair Experience. And so that should be out soon. Um, I believe that that's it for right now, though. Is Maven, I've heard you mention them a couple times. Is that like, I personally never heard of it. Is it an online platform or is it, what's like kind of the focus of the company? So their main focus is on hair and beauty. Um, they're a hair company, so they sell a lot of hair products. They also have a blog. And so I write for the blog and I'll write a couple articles basically on beauty and hair. That's, um, mainly what I write for them, but they also have articles on their website on, um, style and, um, I think careers and things like that, but they mainly stick to like hair and beauty. Gotcha. I always love companies that have like a shopping experience and a blog experience. I interned for a company this summer that did it and I feel like it just sums up the brand image and helps customers stay more in tuned if they aren't necessarily wanting to purchase. So I definitely think that's, I love how you're writing for that kind of stuff. So writing, there's a lot of takes going out a lot uh, on social media, just like from a lot of people. What is your most controversial fashion belief? 
so I Sydney, this is her question. She wrote that she will die by her Ugg boots. Oh, I love my Ugg boots. I don't care that people say they look like moon boots. I will wear them till I die. <laughs> um, so I definitely think that one of my more controversial opinions, um, I don't know if you guys have seen this trend. It's been on TikTok a lot, and a lot of fashion students specifically have been participating in it. But um, I think that they're trying to copy like one of the um, tops from Mason Margiela, and it's like this ripped top. But instead of getting, like, an actual ripped top from the brand because it's too expensive, they'll buy a pair of tights and then they'll, like, kind of, like, transform it into a shirt and then kind of, like, rip up the front and then the sides and everything. And a lot of people have been talking about how the trend is, like, super cute and how it's, like, super unique. And me personally, I don't feel like it looks good, like, at all. Yeah, I've seen those on my For You page. It reminds me of a lot of, like... There was one of those like five minute hack websites where you could like cut your le- like old leggings a certain way and yeah. make them into a top. It's just like, why? Yeah, because it's like you can really only wear it once because like, you know, after you take it off, it's, there's probably going to be so many rips in it. You can't like wash it and then just rewear it. So it's like and then on top of that, like they'll throw that on, but then they'll also throw on like a bunch of random stuff that doesn't really even pair well with the shirt. And so it's just kind of like this isn't like a look. It's like it's so unique and like innovative, but at the same time not executed properly. Yeah. Are there any on the flip side, any TikTok trends that you've been like in love with and have incorporated into your style, like specifically? Um, so I know that this has been a current trend for a while, but Y2K fashion, which I know is like still like extremely popular and probably like basic at this point because everybody's wearing it. But um I really love it. I've been trying to like incorporate a couple of like Y2K pieces into my wardrobe. I actually just bought a couple of things. Um, I did some online shopping yesterday, so I bought some things that I'm excited to wear. But um, definitely that. And I also really love corsets, which I mean, that's been like pretty much a trend since like earlier this year. But I feel like it's a really cute trend and I really like it. I think that was one of the most surprising trends for me because you always learned in like history class that they were super uncomfortable and no one liked wearing them. And then during quarantine, I think it was like they were everywhere, but they're actually like so cute. Mm-hmm. What do you think is the most fashionable TV show out right now? Since uh, we, you wrote about the, um, the Fresh Prince outfits, um, kind of going off that to the modern day, do, is there any shows, are there any shows out right now that kind of have an elevated sense of style or is it is everyone just like dripless on tv right now um i definitely feel like insecure has had some really good outfits um another show where i really love the outfits um is gossip girl the reboot that's on hbo max um i really actually like the whole um like preppy rich kid new york style i think it's really cute and so i really like I think I really like the comparison of the new Gossip Girl and the outfits on the new reboot versus like the old one. And so I feel like the new, um, the reboot, the reboot shows like a lot of the different trends that Gen Z is wearing and just, um, like how we dress in general compared to like how people dressed back then. And so I definitely feel like, um, those two shows are like great when it comes to fashion or the costume department. And also, um, Grownish. I love Grownish. Grownish is so funny. 
Um, kind of related to that, do you have a musical artist or any celebrity that you think is really fashionable and taking away the fashion scene right now? Well, anything by Rihanna, of course, is great. Um, I also really love Zendaya's style. I actually did um, an article about this like a really long time ago, and I actually want to do like another one or at least maybe try to incorporate another one because she's had like so many looks since then because this article is like three or four years ago. And so, um, yeah, definitely Zendaya is one of like my personal style icons. So, yeah. I love her style too. I was so sad she was not at the Grammys this year Mm because she's always one of like the top five looks out of the whole event. Yeah. Do you have any specific looks by Zendaya or Rihanna that are your just personal favorites? Um, so for Zendaya, um, one of my favorite looks is she, this was actually when she was doing the Spider-Man, um, Far From Home press tour. And I believe she wore an orange dress by, I think it was Carolina Herrera. I could be wrong, but I think it was her. And, um... I believe she wore the outfit on Jimmy Fallon, but that's definitely one of my favorite outfits from her. And then for Rihanna, pretty much any Met Gala look, but um, in particular, the one from 2015. And I think it was Guo P.I., which I think that was the designer that she wore. Mm-hmm. Which show was 2015? Was that, which theme was that? Do you remember? I think it might have been through the looking glass or something like that. I just know that she wore like the long yellow dress by Guo P.I. Oh, okay. Yes. Now I remember that one. That was sick. Well, we appreciate you hopping on the podcast and chatting with us this week. Where can the people people find you on social media? Um, so my at for both TikTok and Instagram is going to be LM Giles. You can follow us on Instagram at FitCheckPod, where we will be posting behind-the-scenes content and fit pics and a mood board to go along with every single episode every single Friday. Our producer and editor is Joshua Teckel, and this podcast is a production from the Garnet Media Group Podcast Network. Find out more about Garnet Media Podcast and other student work at garnetmedia.org. 